We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You know, it looks like we're staring down the barrel of an annual COVID shot like a flu shot, right? And, I mean, who didn't see this coming? I mean, we all did. Uh, we want to bring in Dr. Ulysses Wu from Hartford Healthcare, Chief Epidemiologist. Dr. Wu, Happy New Year. I don't think we've talked to you in the new year. How are you? Yeah, absolutely. I'm doing good. Happy New Year. Happy Lunar New Year, too. Yes, and actually we have uh, a big to-do. We do a big to-do thing now, What things to do this weekend, and I know that one or two items will have to do with the Lunar New Year and celebrating it. Um, so, yes, absolutely. I, I, before we get to the, the, whole, the whole shot part of it, just where are we now? I know a lot of people have gotten COVID in the last month, you know, ranging in age from 86 to 17, and everyone seems to be coming through it okay, but it, it just seems to not be totally going away. And the irony is that if you took the positivity rates of the reported one and put it in two years ago, and it'd be like freak out time, and, and still no one's really talking about it. Yeah, I think you bring up a very good point. The positivity rates are certainly still crazy, but that really shows you the the, the nature of viruses and what they do to adapt and to change. And so I, I don't want to say it's less lethal than it was two years ago, but it does apparently seem that way. But it also seems to be more contagious. And so even though we're having more illnesses, uh, we are still having quite a bit of deaths, uh, but it's certainly not anywhere close to last year or the year before. So but, you are absolutely correct. Can I ask you, though, are, are not to make, I'm just curious from an intellectual perspective, and this was a big conversation in previous times, I, I, do you have any idea what the percentage of those fatalities involved comorbidities too? Oh, yeah, I don't have the exact number, but by and large, people who are uh, uh, unfortunately passing from COVID do have comorbidities, but those comorbidities uh, don't necessarily mean you have cancer or immunosuppression alone. Uh, there are people who are obese. There are tobacco smokers. There are people with hypertension. Those are considered risk factors. And right. so they may seem benign um, by comparison, but they are at risk as well. We're talking with Dr. Ulysses Wu from Hartford Healthcare here on Brian and Company on WTIC News Talk Today. I remember having these conversations with you early on. We're like, we know they're going to develop a shot. It's going to be an annual shot. Then probably they'll find a shot that maybe can combine the flu and COVID. I mean, this is something that, you know, I, I think we all saw coming. I think a lot of people who are maybe a little more cynical say this is all just big pharma. I, I mean, I don't know how to process it. So for our listeners, I mean, is this something that you think is a good thing that we're going to have to deal with in terms of getting through this, that it's going to be like the flu moving forward? Yeah, I, I think so. So uh, first thing, I, I don't think the universal shot has been developed yet, but I think it is more the expectations that uh, as this becomes a more transmissible disease, but possibly less lethal, that we won't need to do things like this until we come to a respiratory season, such as October through February, October through March, kind of like influenza, and they'll kind of weather it uh, during the rest of, of, uh, of the year. I 
I, you know, not to wade into it, I do understand the big pharma industry. I mean, there there is industry, unfortunately, that will that will look at situations like this, not any different from war or whatever it may be. But um, I am grateful that they are actually looking at something that could happen, uh, you know, once a year. And that shows you how we've kind of evolved in our thinking. But more importantly, as I said in the first segment, uh, how the virus itself has evolved as well, right. where we may need, where we don't need to get every four months a booster. Uh, we're not quite there yet, but I am hopeful it does become more of a yearly thing. And as I give you know these questions, you know I'm just sort of just these are the questions I see out in the space. I'm fully vaxxed and boosted personally, and I've gotten COVID one time just for full disclosure. Uh, you know the other thing about that. Well, there's two questions I have. You know, the one is in terms of the season. You talked about like October. This whole tridemic fear it didn't totally materialize, right? I mean, it's been a little better. I mean, the everything sort of eased on those fears, correct? Yeah, I mean, so the the tridemic or the triple demic, it was it never really floated with me because I've always said that the timing is going to be a little bit off. The viruses are all going to be coming around that time, but we knew we were going to see different peaks. And that was very true this year. RSV probably peaked in November sometime. Right. Influenza probably peaked in December, which was actually a lot earlier than I thought it was going to peak. I was more worried about a twindemic with influenza and COVID, but influenza did peak earlier. And then COVID has probably peaked somewhere around early to mid-January. But the one thing that we should have maybe I'm not going to say should have learned from the previous years is that COVID inf- influenza do not seem to be able to coexist. Um, huh. And, I, you know, there are much smarter people that can explain exactly why that happens. But we did notice once, um, you know, influenza started coming down, once COVID started increasing. So there is that internal battle. But, uh, but you can get co-infected. So I don't want to say that, um, you know, they don't coexist, but Sometimes it's one or the other, I yeah. guess is what I'm saying. Well, I'm always amazed at how many people, you know, even in my family have gotten sick. And I just, I think that, you know, with the mask wearing for a couple of years, there's huge advantages. And I know how you feel about mask wearing, but I do think that sort of we lost some of our immunity to some other things. Because when the mask came off, we started getting sick with a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I, but I, I think it's because there's a heightened sense of awareness. I, I still do believe mask, masks do work. Uh, but the reason we never really noticed it was... Every time this year, every year, there's all this crud. It was always circulating, but we just never really paid attention to it, right? Um, I mean, people were still showing up to the hospital, and uh, the asthmatics, the COPDers, the heart failures, they were still getting really sick. Um, Now we just, there's a microscope on it. And so uh, people are like, oh, my God, RSV is happening so bad this year. It, It did happen bad this year, but it really has happened bad in other years, even prior to COVID. It was just earlier this year. You know, to that point, you know, I always, we always are so laser focused mainly on COVID, but I never really ask you, because you were an epidemiologist. I mean, is there anything else going on in your world of note or interest that maybe our listeners should want to know about? Yeah, that's actually a fantastic question. So the first thing I will say is that uh, going back to the original point where this happens every year, we knew that there are other viruses, stuff that you may have not heard of, human metanumovirus every year, para-influenza, uh, what I say the OG coronaviruses. There were four circulating coronaviruses that always circulated prior to COVID. These things were always around. But in terms of things coming down the road that we kind of need to be worried about, you know, there are the 
the, the could, could uh, an influenza make a jump from like birds to humans, uh, which does actually happen, but just not widespread, or from pigs to humans. Uh, Ebola is actually a concern. Uh, you may have heard about the recent Ebola uh, epidemic, or I don't want to say epidemic, but uh, the illnesses in Uganda, which was uh, a little bit different from the previous Ebolas, where we didn't really necessarily have vaccination. So there are things that are out there. Uh, I don't want to worry everybody, but, uh, but they, we certainly are keeping our eyes on them. All right, Doc. It's always a pleasure, and we appreciate the insight and the time. I appreciate the time. I want you all to stay safe. Yeah, that's right. Dr. Ulysses, we'll have a great day. Thank you. You too. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.